You're not Drill Sergeant Joe in the in the practice space. No, I'm not in the van. <laughs> Get your ass in the van on time with all your shit in it, and let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Creative Ops. I am Christopher Talon. And today I'm bringing you an interview with one of my favorite bands, the legal immigrants frontman Joe Bachheim. I met Joe at the Upheaval Festival where his band was playing. I was actually there to see another band, Heartsick, who I've interviewed a couple members of on the show. And the day before they played, this band was playing. So to tell the story, I gotta cut the music here. Hold on. So my wife and I went to the Upheaval Festival in Grand Rapids, Michigan here this last summer. And we saw one of the bands on the main stage. And, you know, it was, it was a good band. But uh, we were just kind of like, okay, what's, what's next? And then on the side stage, we heard this other band playing and we thought, oh, that sounds interesting. You have to walk up this hill and right as we're coming up to the crest of the hill, they go into the second verse of the song as, as they come into view. So the next band plays on the main stage, and then as I'm walking back up to the other stage again, I see the singer, who I've yet to introduce myself to, and I say, hey man, that was a really great set. I have a podcast here in town. If you want to be on it, let me know. And he was like, yeah man, hit me up on Instagram. I did. The end result was this interview. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. I had fun. Joe invited me to his home part of the interview. We talked about his his baby because his wife had to go somewhere and he needed to feed the baby while, while we were doing the interview. So even though you might not hear Rico, uh, shout out to Rico, who is uh, definitely in the background and was subject of part of it anyway. Well, uh, we talked about him and Neil Diamond. Not Don't bring up Neil Diamond in front of Joe's son, by the way. He's only six months old, but he will give you a, a, a bad look. So ladies and gentlemen, if you like rock music and who doesn't like rock music, check out The Legal Immigrants on all streaming platforms. They're on Instagram at Legal Immies. L-E-G-A-L-I-M-M-I-S. And if you didn't catch that or you want to know where else can I find them, they are in the show notes, okay? All the contact info, all the streaming info, all the places you can go to find out about more shows are there. And if you're going to be in the Central Michigan University area the weekend of the 15th and the 16th, of this month, October 2021. They're going to be playing two shows up there. Check it out. Find out all the information. And then they're also going to be playing in Indianapolis on Halloween. And beyond that, if they have more shows, they've added them since the last time I talked to Joe. So follow them on Instagram. Check out their website. All the stuff's in the show notes. 
and try to get out there to see them as soon as possible. It's uh, to your benefit to check these guys out now. And on that note, thank you for tuning in. And uh, here's what you came for, everybody. The interview with Joe Bachheim from The Legal Immigrants. No surprises. So, yeah, I'm talking to Joe about uh, home renovation stuff, man. He's got this fantastic place that uh, we're doing the, uh, well, what what do you call this room here? The study? The living room? Uh, the sitting room. The sitting room. The sitting room. I mean, even though we're at a dining room table, I mean, it's just like the barrel room. I don't know yeah. if that would work. I don't get to, these things are, you know, my wife's decision. I don't. I love the shape of it. You know, the 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 kind of like the inside of a barn type shape. I'm yeah. not really sure what else you call that. But yeah. Somebody yeah. knows. Comment, you know, please comment. You know, Somebody with architectural listening. knowledge. Yeah. When you're in a house where the ceiling looks like it could be a triangle, but then it like levels out. Yeah. So yep. It like comes up at 45s and then flattens out. Yeah. I think we're doing a great job describing that. Yeah. This is a really good podcast so far. Yeah. Hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> The Legal Immigrants have been around for how long as a band? Ooh, starting with math. Um, <laughs> I, we're in our twelfth year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a wild ride. You know, starting from completely nowhere, like no familiarity with playing, performing live. You know, barely rehearsed. It was just like, hey, <laughs> this is how you do a band, I guess practiced in the basement for a little bit it was the day after michael jackson died you know and that's like yeah crazy i mean yeah i don't know i don't know if that the torch was, was passed on that day you know a lot of people say that but i don't <laughs> know that that ever really came to fruition you know i don't really know i like to think i've got a few mic moves but um and i can hit some of his notes but you know the the way you oh, make okay hold feel, on a second i'm gonna interrupt you right there because yeah. i remember talking my wife and i have seen you play twice now okay the first time Thank we you. went to see you play at a festival that my friend's band was playing in, Heartsick was playing in the Upheaval Festival on day two. We went there on the first day and were delighted to find your band. Um, Thank you. Because all the other bands were just kind of like, that's cool, that's cool, we know who they are, we're happy to see them. And then you were just kind of this shining gem that was Damn. the... What we came home with, we're like, that's the new band that we like now. Yes. Oh, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. But one thing that we've been talking about, she likes to sing. Uh, and we're like, I bet he's got a, a deep singing background. Because at some point early, somebody was probably like, dude, you've got a special voice. Like, Because some people, I like to sing, but I have to think pretty hard about what I'm doing to make sure that I like don't falter and sound just like garbage. Yeah. And some people, I think, just kind of from day one go, I'm going to try this. Uh, and people go, whoa. <laughs> Did anybody ever tell you like, whoa, dude, you're a good singer? No, not really. <laughs> I don't think I was that good, you know, for a while. Um, I just... Uh, you had your screechy days and your... 
figuring well, out how to do it. Kind yeah. Of I mean, it's just like anything, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I have some baseline ability that, you know, some people don't have, you know, it's not like everybody can sing, but I, I also think it's much like, you know, sports or, uh, you know, playing an instrument where, or, or really doing any skill where you just have to stay, you know, on top of it. But it's, I mean, singing, get right up on that guy. Oh yeah. Well, well singing here, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> um is is fun you know it's yeah. a really it's a fun thing to do so that's a fun thing to get good at because all you can do especially like everybody sings alone in their car you know and you can get you can get good doing that you yeah know? so you know i just i don't know i love to sing so thank you for thinking i have a, a quality voice I, I well don't. yeah man especially because um i don't know if i would say it's the best song i would put it up there um but it's my favorite just because I remember walking up the hill and hearing the riff and then coming over the hill just as you started singing the second verse to uh, Bang. Oh, no shit. So, like, I go, oh, hey, what is this? this that's kind of cool. Got Fun. my attention. And then, uh, what is it? Black dress. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, how does that second ver- uh, verse start? Jeez, putting me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Black hat, bank blank stairs, so disconnected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I just do it. I started walking a little bit faster. <laughs> I get up to the top right as you start belting out that second verse, and I was like, "Damn, all right." Oh, thank you. That's um, that was off Drugs to Roses, our first, um, you know, really our second album. I should, after all these years, you know, put out this record that we did. It was home recording, and I kind of you know wasn't in love with how it came out yeah. but just uh, just sounded too garagey or it, yeah uh i don't think it was like mixed too well no fault of uh the homie ian that mixed it but i mean he was young it was like that's I mean, just where everybody was yeah yep so you know uh but the last song really was something so uh this was, see, not even the original lineup. I've had like, gosh, I couldn't even guess how many lineups I've had now. You know, uh, how many drummers have died? Have you had a- see, fortunately, everyone has survived. Okay, but good. I didn't know if maybe you had a uh, no, spinal tap situation no, where you can't keep drummers alive. No, just a lot of <laughs> typical band bullshit more yeah. than anything. But, um, you know, some reasons and other. But really, for the most part, everybody's left on good terms. Yeah. Um, well, but that's anyway, great, man, yeah. especially in music, because I've, I've talked to people, you know, in, uh, in music on the podcast before that there's probably guys that like I left a band in high school that would still be like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. 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 These things happen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I can't believe I've remembered this this whole time, you know, cause I get, you know, on tangents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, the last song on that record that isn't really acknowledged is, um, we got hammered, uh, Ian, the guitar player at the time, uh, Tony Lubnow, uh, the drummer and myself, um, at this guy, Jack, uh, his house. And we, I mean, I could do like an hour on him. This guy was <laughs> You're like the craziest guy with the nicest and he housed the band for rehearsal for five six years oh, wow. before he died yeah love cool. that man yeah, yeah cool guy um but we you know it was the night before my birthday and we just all happened to be at jack's we were like rehearsing just you know messing around um i feel like it was like a friday and uh we just ad-libbed this song uh you know ian started with a rhythm guitar 
and did a track. And then we set up the mics for drums. Uh, Tony did. I think that's the order. And then um, Ian did guitar. And then I just ad-libbed, you know, one take for everybody. Everybody did one take. And it's crazy that that was by far, at least to me, and I, you know, I'd love to hear what people would think. Um, I think that was the best song on the whole record. And it was something that was all impromptu, we're drunk, mixed that night. Uh, and we got done mixing it and uh, went to went to my house and we all passed out listening to it on repeat. We couldn't believe it. You know, it's it's crazy. So I'll, I'll send it to you and you can put it like at the end of this or some shit. But, yeah, 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 absolutely. Do yeah, that. You'll like it. I think you'll like it. See, art notes great. I do them so much more than I used to. Man, they're oh, good. Well, dude, I'm a, I'm a ADD survivor. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> Neurodivergent. So all, the, all the fun terms. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. I'm living my truth, man. Man, hopefully there's not too much chair noise in this. I hope. I now, now no. I'm just getting a little paranoid. You think we're good on chair noise? Yeah, it's a loud chairs. It's yeah, like it's, this, it's good. If this table's made 600 years ago, a lot of people don't know that, that. mic won't pick up anything. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, there's dynamic mics, and there's what's the other one? And one will pick up, you know, people walking in the other room, and the other one will only pick up what's directly being yelled at. Condenser into it. mics, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, condensers yeah. and dynamics. I can't remember. Yeah, who knows? I don't know shit about that. I just sing into them. You know, people <laughs> sometimes I get real nervous when some people try to talk to me about gear, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't. Like I know what all of my stuff is and I bought it for reasons, but never just gotten that into gear. Yeah. You know, other than like old cool shit. If there's just cool. What shit, about guitar specific stuff? We like to no, Cause especially people... I play mostly acoustic. I have an, a, an electric. If someone's like, Oh, why do you turn that knob that way? I'd be like, cause it sounds better when you switch this thing. to oh, the middle. Oh yeah. Like... Yeah. I'm down <laughs> with that. I'm just, I'm like, like brand specific and styles of guitars like i never and pedals nope don't really care that much for all that stuff and i deserve all the hate if you know any is given to me for that <laughs> but i don't care i like to write songs and then sing them you yeah. know not mess around with all the buttons who's got time for all those buttons so the songs that uh that people know that you guys have put out and that uh that you still um perform how much of that is you as far as like the the song idea coming in, somebody being like, I've got a song written, let's all learn it? Yeah. Or how much of it is collaboratively written? Um, You know, it's here and there. And as time has gone on, uh, there's been more, um, you know, work and collaborating with, with the homies yeah. than, than ever before. And I've always encouraged that. Like, I, you know, there's like one rule for the creative end of this band and it's like best songs wins yeah like i don't care i tell i don't care if i didn't write a single song yeah. <laughs> or any of the lyrics if it was better than everything i'm proposing yeah let's like, just try um, to make the best thing we can collectively case in point george harrison there you go exactly love george Rest yeah. in peace. he would have stayed in that band forever too yeah i mean like pretty, you know what I've, pretty I've, solid band i've got some I've, good songs but you know what these ones are really good yeah. so and they still were like no i don't want to be in this band anymore you i hate you guys so yeah. much yeah i only want to do my song oh, oh. <laughs> but whatever i mean but there's plenty of beatles records oh we, yeah we got yeah. we they did more than enough yeah thanks sure. guys but there's a lot of people in bands like quite a few i think people would be surprised to know 
that just want to be a musician in the band and like do their part in you know maybe write the bass line or whatever when it's yeah. tasked to them but are otherwise like no man just show me the song and i'll learn it you know how do you want me to play it like yeah okay cool yep. there's a lot of guys that just that's that's where their comfort zone kind of ends and they're they're good just helping but not necessarily yeah, like i'm for that driving i'm for that too but i don't like just like the in-between yeah like like so you don't go like, around being like all right i got the baseline this is how you i want you to play it no 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 oh like hell no. no no yeah, no yeah. no yeah i've never like i mean i've you know you know given some joe in the no in the practice space no i'm not in the van <laughs> get your ass in the van on time with all your shit in it and let's go yeah and then i'm not gonna be a prick for the next however many hours yeah. because you guys are messing this shit up getting in the van you know how much time i spend emailing people securing shows negotiating working the logistics yeah insuring the van keeping it in good repair yeah. like just get here at 10 yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean we've had some adventures like even recently we're going to indianapolis we play there a good little bit it's a place called the wrath skeleton if you're ever in indiana indianapolis because it's a big state and you couldn't it's i wouldn't necessarily say it's convenient to go four hours to a beer garden but the place is incredible it's a ways out there and you have to drive 65 through most of indiana get with the times in hoosiers and what are we what are we doing my other biggest gripe with indiana is They've got some law about you can't sell hard liquor and soda in the same store. Yeah. You have to get it from a different store. No, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of weird puritanical stuff that comes from, mm. but it's all to try to like discourage drink. People will drink people will drink nail polish remover yeah. if you if they've got nothing else. Yeah. I've seen it in the Navy. Sorry, sorry, son. There's no soda pop for you. Daddy needs his booze, and we can only make one stop. Yeah. Uh, Look what you're doing, Indiana. Get your act yeah. together, would you? At least get it up to 70 on the big 70. ones that go through. Yeah, we'll forgive all the rest of it. Because we all want to go to Indianapolis. We'll leave the rest of your state alone like you want us to. It's a beautiful... Yeah, right? That's a good deal. I, I get the feeling that they're kind of like a closed incredible. community. They're like, just stay away from where we got all the barns with the quilts hanging on the sides. Yeah, and I have no problem doing that. You know what that even is? You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. You see those barns, and oh, yeah. for anybody that doesn't know, Indiana is like a one barn after another when you're not in Indianapolis. Yeah. At least that's been my experience with it. Oh, yeah. Um, But they've all got this, like, quilt pattern tile on their barn, which is like, I don't know, their farm crest or something. Yeah. I don't see that in Michigan. No, you don't. You don't. You know, but... You got to ask they somebody about that next people. time you're on stage. Be like, hey, guys, by the way, what the fuck is going on with your farm tile things? I don't think anybody that comes to those shows is going to know, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you. It's, yeah. it's like, shut it's, the fuck up and play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you? They're very, very, it's very metropolitan area. It's in, it's very vibrant. Indianapolis, it's crazy. I, 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 I can't believe the reception we get there. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it seems to be a pretty hot spot, too, because I know um, my friend's band is going there. And I think a uh, comedian that was on recently also was there oh, yeah. not too long ago. So, yeah, it's if, if it's if things are happening there every weekend and it's still pandemic, then it's 
Good Must deal. be worth going, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, you seem like you've made it through this whole thing pretty healthy. Yeah. It kind of felt like a zombie movie at first, didn't yep. it? Like, I, am I going to die? Ah. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't, I really don't know. I wasn't really scared at all. And I, I was, but that's because I listened to like the news for more than five minutes on the radio. Oh, car, so. yeah. Shoot. Like, oh, you're going to die today. The new variant's going to kill you. Oh, oh kids are gonna, gonna bring it home. You're all going to die. <laughs> Watch out. The bug's coming. <laughs> Everybody, there's nothing you can do to stop it. Wear be a mask afraid, and be afraid indefinitely. Remember when it was going to be two weeks? Oh man, everything's going to shut down just temporarily. Oh, okay. The old two weeks, two year trick. You know what are they going to come up with next? When it actually, I mean, someone's going to be coming down the driveway. That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I set it up. You know, it's one of those things that you know it was a gift, and. It was just like in the cupboard for like almost a year. And because it's just like something to do, you know, it took me like four minutes to set this thing up and get it operational. And it's just <laughs> like, wow, how many more things could I just like cross off the list that take five minutes? So you heard me coming and you didn't come out there and greet me? I was in this room. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I would have loved to. Let's pass on that one. Yeah. You got a free pass. Free pass. Yeah. It's- was shot uh, for some reason i had it stuck in my head when oh yeah when i was mocking uh heckling you have you ever actually been heckled on stage because the oh, funniest yeah. thing and i still say it even though nobody understands it to the guys that were in my band in middle school early high school they'd remember we got booked to play this show for this girl's birthday party and um she went to a different school we didn't know much about her we get there to her party early set up and everything then people start showing up and the girl whose birthday party it was and us, the band were the only white people that ended up showing up to the whole thing. And they were more into like the hip hop scene. And we were trying to play like Nirvana covers and stuff like that. Interesting. And they ended up throwing stuff at us when we didn't stop playing our first (laughs) song. And then when we stopped, they're like, y'all shut the fuck up. And we're like, (laughs) like, dude, we were the band for the party. And they're like, no, you guys suck. And then some girl walks up and started cussing us out. And then this guy in the back just yells, she told you. So I still say that now. Whenever somebody gets told <laughs> oh, something really good, I go, she told you. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That was the most yeah obscene reaction I've ever Did gotten you, was people throwing shit at us and telling us we suck. You sell any merch that night? Yeah, we said. <laughs> no. No, it was. But it was a. it was like the second show we'd ever played, too. So we we're like, damn, yeah. is it going to be like this every other time? Oh, yeah. No, no. Shouldn't get that much hate. I had a guy like kind of rush the stage a couple times. He was really hammered. and Like I had, angrily rush the stage? Um, No, but like. Or just like he wanted to be part of the show too. Yeah, him. and he was like removed, like get out of here. And then he like came up again and I removed him from the stage. And then and then a bunch of people. Oh, man. Right. So we we were there. We played the rest of the show. You know, obviously, and, uh, you know, the next day there was all these like angry threats and shit. Pardon me. And, uh, all, if you are all there and you had this full night to say stuff to me, like we took a set break, Yeah, you know, like we were there after the show and none of you said anything until you got home. And then the next day you talk a bunch of shit on Facebook, (laughs) you cowards, (laughs) All there. I played the rest of the show and I was there all night. 
luckily the owner was cool as shit and was like i saw that like fuck that dude yeah so you know that's how it goes yeah well there's always a moment of like just sometimes the audience turns on you i saw a comedian on tv was (coughs) guy on tv um was like doing some comedy song and some guy in the audience started yelling at him and the guy was like why don't you come say that say that to my face the guy like walked up and said it to his face and he hit him in the face with the guitar that. And then the and then the the mob almost like took over that guy. Oh, hey, whoa, boo! That's too far. <sighs> but he like smashed his acoustic guitar over this guy's face. <laughs> no way! It was pretty. Oh. It was pretty awesome. Oh wow, that's violent. <laughs> that is an, that's an intense move. I mean, we've all wanted to do that. But wow, I'd like to talk to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best way to hit a person? Any in regrets the face with the guitar? Do you regret? that action sir he's like i wish i wouldn't have used my nice guitar for that yeah well you know emotions were running high Mm. he should have used his ovation not his martin yeah please that's that's what that's what i'll do i'll start (laughs) touring with an ovation just in case i need to smack somebody with a guitar that's brilliant yep or a johnson i used to have a i think it was a johnson acoustic electric and uh a friend of mine accidentally sat on it camping one time yeah so be careful if not you ever go cool. camping with an acoustic yeah. guitar it's maybe that, not yeah it's fun but if you guys are going to be like drinking and or doing drugs yeah. allegedly 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 then uh yeah maybe you should just bring a ukulele or something yeah you play the ukulele i mean yeah you know a couple of songs yeah yeah i don't even know i have one more i have one that's not operational yeah but uh so yeah no but <laughs> it's so i mean it's just a little little dinger well, you know they're so weird the way that they're you're supposed to tune them i don't even know yeah. the actual method to yeah. tune it just the my like two c's or something oh. <laughs> and if you can get it, oh yeah i don't think there's my, an l my dog has fleas oh h i don't think there's an h chord either oh no, no, no. That's just it. when I was in Hawaii. I was like, oh, how do you tune it? All the, oh. I was like, how do you tune it? And the the, the Hawaiian person. I thought it was like an person, acronym for no, no, what the no, strings are tuned No, the, the Hawaiian person is <laughs> told no to me. goes, L. oh, there's not a way that you, that you tune it. You just go, my dog has fleas. And that's yeah. how you tune it. You ding, 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 ding. There you go. Which is good for me because I'm not like a musician's musician. I'm a. I taught myself on bar chords how to play like Nirvana songs and yeah, me too. That's how I kind of grew. And God. somebody was like, "Oh, you know, there's a chord for that," and then you learn that, and slowly yeah. you kind of build up some chords. That's and... exactly how I did. Exact, honestly, in tabs. Yeah, tabs. Yeah, tabs are tabs. a lifesaver out there. Which, uh, if you don't know what tabs are, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, if you don't know what you tabs can Google are, Google it. It's yeah, it's a basically or just shows you a picture of how to put your fingers on the strings. Yeah, got so put them it's on like there. a. It's like an idiot-proof way of making like, notes yeah. for guitar players, I guess. Kind of. Yep. So you can't say that, you know, for people that are drunk and tell us that they've always wanted to play guitar. You're lying to yourself. You're just not willing to take the time and get a guitar. What kind of guitar should I get? Doesn't matter. Just get a guitar. Exactly. And you have the internet, and no, your small hands, <clears throat> small hands aren't the, like what's holding you back. Like Jerry you, Garcia only had three fingers. Yeah. Well, and a thumb. And a thumb. Yeah, so four fingers. He had great thumbs. 
Some of the best in the business. <laughs> the to this day, I've only seen one pair like it since. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, jeez. That guy. Jerry. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. People forget how good of a guitar player he actually was because he kind of gets lost in the mix. A lot of people be yeah. like, the Grateful Dead, that's just a band for people that like drugs. And while that's not false, it's also dismissive of the fact how good those guys are. Oh, as musicians. crazy talented. And they played, you know... Every song was 16 minutes, so, you know, and, you, and they play every one of them at every show. So, I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you, they, you know, back in the day, they played nonstop and for long periods of time. Yeah, you're going to get so good, you know, <laughs> like having, having that with a group, you know, just that cohesion, you know, just that, I don't know, it's so nice because you can just take songs places yeah you know, it's you know you can't you can't you know it's not it's not always a talent thing you know that's what i've learned really over the years it's not necessarily always about talent it you helps know, it's, but it, it helps but i mean <laughs> yeah. like you know anybody you know like keith richards you know by by a lot of if you're going to talk like if you're like a metalhead you know or some shit you know keith richards probably isn't your favorite guitar player and he you know skill wise like in terms of speed and finesse and shit but and just wow factor over yeah there. yeah keith just had is just a perfect rock and roll guitar player like perfect you there's no better and my and i wouldn't even say like i've you know historically ranked the beatles and zeppelin ahead of the stones you know in my head but you know like i've been listening to the stones a lot lately and it's just like damn yeah well <laughs> there's a thing about music that um <clears throat> if you guys are ever in the same place at the same time i'll have to introduce you but the the drummer from Heartsick, he's a he's a real good guy his name's jake and, right on hi jake yeah but he's one of those guys who is like technically amazing can read music and like just is as good of a drummer as you could possibly want yeah but he doesn't just show off on every song that's the most and important he's like, thing he's like dude i don't even need to play a solo it's not about that it's about making a song that just sounds like indestructible how it's supposed to yeah yeah and this dude like he could be the best metal drummer hands down in the world if he just wanted to be the kind of guy who's like look what i can do yeah <clears throat> but that's not what he's about no it's there shouldn't be like i don't know and the keith richards i think is that same guy yeah if you not YouTube a wasted it, note not a YouTube single keith note richards playing around on an acoustic guitar and he's just sit there fucking around and you're just like oh my god this yeah. man is amazing but it just he puts it together in just such a way that it fits the song not that it's distracting don't need not a single note more than you need than necessary i not do like the one. occasional distracting musician a la like yeah. a travis Barker time in a space or, yep i think travis barker is an amazing drummer any Incredible. band that he's in is gonna sound like he's the drummer for it and i'll i don't even care i just want to hear him yeah you know? that's not discrediting you know any of that or you know yeah yeah it's just like for my taste and what i think a rock and roll guitar player should be it's keith richards yeah like period yeah and i love all the you know great ones but people that can just create like a certain sound yeah. i mean the um oh god why can i never remember the rape murder it's just a bad thing um, uh, 
the Jimi Hendrix? No, 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 no. That's the Rolling Stones song. The, oh, Gimme Shelter. Gimme Shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that little intro that he does. Jimi Hendrix. We smoked a joint. <laughs> like, that's Dude, not, there's a fucked up story behind that. That's not the most that. complex thing. But like, play it. Just play it. And you'll go, oh, wow, this is pretty clever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Like the delay on there. And someone's going to be like, there's no delay. Keith just did that. Okay. Even if it did, it sounds like delay. That's what I'm saying. And I already said earlier in the podcast, I don't care about pedals and shit. But <laughs> but also, there, no, yeah. There's a fucked up story about that um, that backup singer that. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the woman that sang on yeah. that? Yeah. 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 So if you care to look it up, I, I won't speak it, but it's fucked up. But yeah, the Stones, man. Keith, still doing it. Come on. Yeah. Wow. And they they changed their logo now. Did you see that? No. No. Is uh, it too racy? No, no. But because they're uh, Charlie, uh, oh, Charlie Watt died, Charlie they, Watts. they made it so now the lips are black. Like in, in Greece, they so. painted it black. So yeah, so now they've oh, got like a, man. a black Rolling Stones logo that they said will oh, be their logo moving forward. Oh, I missed that, man. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that sweet? That what a tribute, yeah. Dude, that talk about not missing a beat, and not overplaying. Cuss yeah. that dude. He'll go down uh, as one of those drummers that you're just like, why are you putting that guy in your top ten? Because he's fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Sick same reason put status. Ringo in their top 10, even though, like, you can Ringo! definitely argue that he's yeah, not even technically okay, a great drummer. Okay, whatever. What is? He, this is, this is you know, art. He swings, dude. When he yeah. plays, yep. when he plays, you just start moving. You know what I mean? He's got his own swing. He's his own sound. Sneak attack. Yeah. Tell me a little bit um, about the, uh, the ensemble that you guys have uh, got right now, because, man. It just seems like a rock solid group of individuals. Yeah. Your drummer has, for people that like to play drums, you'll appreciate this. He's got a little bit of a Stuart Copeland vibe about him. Ooh. So, you know, um, if you don't know who that is, then just go to hell. I'm not going to explain it to you right now. Um, but, uh, and, the, and the lead guitar player, I, I'm still waiting for him to make even the slightest mistake. Yeah. Aladdin, yeah. He's, he's a machine, <laughs> an absolute yeah. machine. Yeah. Yeah. Bosnia, dude. We're in Bosnia. Oh, for real? Yeah. There's, there's actually a significant population of Bosnians in Grand Rapids, which there I did is. not know until I moved here. Oh, yeah. I'm not native He's here. one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, this is. And they've got some of the prettiest names, too. Like, um, there was a girl that I met named Alea, and beautiful I thought that name. was just such a pretty name. Yeah. I hope she listens to this someday. Knows you appreciate it. <laughs> I used to tell her, I was like, your name is just so pretty. She's, and she was just like, I don't, she had the, you know, very like kind of like Eastern European distant, like whatever kind of like, Oh yeah. yeah. Just made you like the more crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cheers to the Bosnians. Um, yeah, hell yeah. So how did, uh, how did these guys come into the fold? I've known Aladdin for over a decade and, um, I don't know. I just never, I mean, I always had a guitar player, you know, for the most part. Or you just were in kinda, a band. He was in a band. Yeah. And I always just kind of fell into our next guitar player, you know. But for this time, I, you know, this time I had to really, like, think about it, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was just, like, a no-brainer. And I was very thrilled to learn that he was willing to uh, accept the offer to be the lead guitar player for the band. Yeah. And, um, and to get some really... 
really cool people off our backs for talking crap about our name because like he's a legal immigrant he's like an actual legal immigrant oh oh are people being like oh are you trying to say something about the illegal immigrants yes like, oh white like, pride j- shit like or? right and it's just like oh and i've had to address it's it like what? i understand that we're from west michigan which historically doesn't have the greatest background in in uh equality but uh no yeah i didn't i wouldn't get that um uh, just from like, the name. Where, why do you call it that? Where did that come from? Like it was completely random. It was <laughs> it was just my guitar player and I were texting back and forth names, and I just like picked that. Yeah. And I, you know, had I known that it was going to cause me so much flag, it's like oh well, well, you know, good publicity. Any any publicity, it's like no, like I don't I don't like that shit. You know, but that's the whole internet right now is just snap judgments. You know, you just, you know, you, you have it, you got to take a firm stance yeah. and like make people pay online, you well, know? So and I feel like right now too, like 85% of the people that are just scrolling through, looking at stuff are waiting for something to be yeah. pissed off about. Yes. Too, you know? Yep. You know, and it's like, I don't know if it's worse pandemic or if that's just social media in general, but, but it's not, you know, it's not, you got to get onto the next thing that you hate. So it's a lot of spammers you know, you, and haters. Yeah. You can't, you can't take the two minutes you would need to kind of investigate, you know, and see like, Hey, what are these people putting out? Like, what's their message? Yeah. You know, what are their songs about? You know, what are they, what, what are they, what do they represent? What do they look like in pictures? Yeah. You know, like what, you know, cause you would see, you know, there's, there'd been nothing, you know, that was anti-immigrant. I mean, we are the most pro-immigrant, you you know, like I believe everybody. If I was in that position where my country was not safe for my family in this country, I would just find a way to get here. Yeah. Like everyone else is doing. So yeah. like there's no shame in the game. Anybody with any spine would, would do that, would yeah. try to get to this country. And it's like, you know, people want to hate say like this we live in this terrible country but it's like why are these people sacrificing life and limb to come here yeah and how do we what do we do with these people how do we let them be here you can definitely make legitimate claims that certain things aren't right certain things aren't fair and shine a light on that yeah absolutely but it's you know good to have that balance of oh yeah but also the government doesn't just show up at your house and kill you because you've said something on twitter that they didn't like see exactly oh you can get away you can burn the flag you know you can go around with a band with a quasi controversial name and not have somebody yeah like kidnap you and hold you hostage you'll just get some really really cool people some very (laughs) conscious people that all happen to be white yeah you know i've never from all i was so triggered Right? It's unbelievable. It's only the whites. It's <laughs> only the whites. <laughs> white people are doing a good mm. job of standing up for not white people right now. Yeah. But yeah, uh, keep it, it up. It keep is... up the good work. Your 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 tweets and your Facebook posts and your Instagram posts are helping. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Well, I talked to the funny thing was I was talking to Mike Logan. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's a comedian in Grand Rapids. Yeah, hell yeah. Love Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our team beat his ass in the celebrity basketball thing at the. Oh, yeah. What's shit. up, Mike? Because he was telling me what a good basketball player he is, too. He's good. I'm is not he? saying he's bad. Yeah. But, okay. You know, we had Terry DeBoer, you know, so <laughs> you're not you're not losing with Terry on the court. And that's just all there is to it. We were talking about uh, Mike and I talked about the Black Lives Matter protests that were going on in grand rapids oh yeah and that uh, the organizers like made made at least one public statement saying that they were upset at how many white people showed up and that they wanted it to be a, a more black 
community driven thing yeah and like almost discouraging white people from coming <clears throat> but <laughs> he pointed out the hypocrisy on that one too he's like well i mean the city is like 21 percent black so if <laughs> if you're getting hopefully a good slice of everyone getting the message then it should be about 80 percent white <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a good way so, to look at it. So if sure. they're not showing up, then it's almost like you're not getting support from the whole community. This is actually what I, the community as a whole looks like. Yeah, you know, I don't know. This might just be me, but I feel like it would be like kind of more weird if there was like no white people there or like way less white people. I think that's like a yeah. that's the message you don't want. Yeah, you know, not like I'm here for you. Yeah. I was there because that you know would what? be the story too. Yeah, not someone tell me not to come next time. When somebody gets murdered, you know, in cold blood and the country doesn't want that to happen anymore, yeah. you know, I'm not supposed to show up. Well, it's the same people that would complain about the name of the legal limit. Well, no, it wouldn't be either because that's mostly probably just the white people. <laughs> yeah. No, black people don't care. Yeah. You know, Mexican <laughs> people don't care. <laughs> Bosnian people don't care. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is people maybe don't remember, but there's a coffee company called uh, Big B Coffee. It used to be called something else. Do you remember what it was called? Oh, yeah. Beaners. It was, yep. Coffee <laughs> It was beans. called Beaners. But they changed it. I think, uh, you know, the I don't know if they said it outright, but I think the story was that they were like, oh, you know what? That might be construed as racist against our Mexican friends, and we don't want to give that impression. So we'll keep the big B as the logo, and uh, we'll just call it Big B. Big B. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, every Mexican person that I talked to in Lansing back when I lived in Lansing, yep, they're like, I didn't give a shit. I knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, they didn't in, call it dirty beaners. They just called it beaners. Just right. Yeah, I, I married into a Mexican family, and yes, there's, there's not a person in that family be like, I am outraged. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, now though, you never know. But no, right, still. Melissa, would beaners? If Biggie was still called beaners, sorry to put you on the spot. Love them just, just the same. same. She, right? she enjoys their iced coffee. Yeah, my. I've got a friend that used to write for the Lansing paper, Noe Hernandez, and he was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Why would they change that? Oh, hey, little dude. Yeah, I'm feeding my child. My wife has her hair appointment. So <laughs> during this podcast, Dad, you're up. Dad, you're up. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. He'd say hi, but he can't talk yet. Yeah. I mean, he can talk like, I guess, I mean, define talk, you know. <laughs> He can make yeah. He make noises. He can make some communicative noises. Words. He's giving me a real dirty look. Maybe I shouldn't talk about him. <laughs> Do you want to take a second? No, I no. I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, back into the the song thing. You said that. Um, oh, Aladdin writing is somebody. Songs? Well, no, getting getting this particular lineup together. You oh, yeah. you've known Aladdin, and then it just finally lined up where you guys could actually do something together. Yeah. What about the rest of the uh, the lineup? Um. I've also, Kevin's been here since 2015. You're basically 14, yeah. Maybe 14. Who knows? He kind of had two tours of duty. Once he had his kid, uh, he took a little hiatus, but we were able to rope him back in <laughs> for another five years. The road call. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that, like, he's my safety blanket. I write a lot with him. Yeah. Um, in this version of the band we i love 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 singing with them we sing well together yeah yeah that's like it's crazy you know i i I really enjoy like i can you know i can sing with other people but there's nobody i can sing as tight with as 
often is that guy. So yeah, that, that's fun. That's when, really cool. That's fun when you guys are doing the. Uh, can't remember the names of songs ever, but I just really want. No, I just want uh, Hollywood. I just, yeah, I just really yeah. want to have a really really good. No, yeah. I can't yeah. say it. Yeah, you got it. I just want to really really have a really good time. I just really really like to get down and party. Yeah, that song. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was destined uh, to make that a one chord song, but then guitar player Ben Tabor insisted on a second chord, and <laughs> I, I'd say it was the right move overall. It does. It gives it like a you know a little something. You know, it's like oh wow, bit, the song, the song where they, you know, there's a lot of Beastie Boys. Uh, you know, comparisons yeah. from people. For that's that. what my wife said when she the, oh, when yeah? the first started playing. She's like, that's kind of a beastie voice. Yeah, there. I love that. You know, that was not my intent at all. You know, I don't even really remember writing that other than... Um, I, I was going to say, l- if that was the song that you guys, when you were saying, we just did this one song one time through, and if you did that one, I was going to be oh. like, bullshit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how it really... You know, got started other than when I was going to, because Ben lived in Nashville before we picked him up and he joined the band. Oh, cool. And um, so uh, I was driving like solo on the way back and Kevin was in his car and I just kind of wrote that in my head and the lyrics. It's, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's a stupid song, but it's, it's fun to play. <laughs> yeah. I really like it. You know, people seem to like it. It gets people going. And you know, it's people good. jam to it, man. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one to use after. Uh, you know, a slow song sometimes, or you know, some, when you really want to like change the pace, you know, change the change course yeah. for the old show, showdly doodle. <laughs> yeah, it got people actually moving a little bit when yeah. you were playing at the ballpark too. Because yeah, the first uh, the first how many bands played before you guys? I only I got there just Couple. for the Hacky Turtles. Yep, Hacky Turtles and Groove Groove Ground. Yeah, okay, I think we might have got there right yeah. at the very tail end of them. Uh, Groove Ground. Um, you know, as shows of that nature go. People kind of like load up towards the end of the show. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, even as you guys were playing and people were still coming in, like you could see people like sitting down and going like, oh, OK. All right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's good to it's good to be able to do that to people, especially with a wide range of music, too. Do you sit down ever and go, you know, I really like the way that this genre sounds or this particular song sounds. I'm moved to write a folk song today yeah wild i have no clue you know i don't know if it's like (laughs) what i'm listening to at the time or how i'm feeling or just like i don't know and i haven't written songs in a while i need to get back to it you know but i you know i have to start like disciplining myself to do it on my own usually i would just like you know, I mean, earlier in life, I had a shit. I mean, I'm feeding a baby during this podcast. Like, you know, there's things that take up my time yeah, yeah. now. So, but still, you can find time for anything that you that you want to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Know? So it's like you might as well, you know, carve out some time and stick to it, and you know, make some more songs. But yeah, in terms of what it 
comes out being, I never know. You know, it's just I just let it ride and see what happens. You know, I don't know. It's it's cool. I, I that's the greatest compliment for me um, is when I hear people say that. Is you know, like the the, the style stylistic differences. Yeah. You know, between well, songs. and it probably helps as far as like getting gigs too because. You I still try to sneak in. I still don't understand how you got into what is otherwise a metal festival. Yeah, yeah. Our, we got a we've got a great manager. I'm glad you yeah. got in because that's how I found you guys. But yeah. uh, Kevin Meyer, he's yeah, he's and, and you guys didn't stick out like a sore thumb because you just you had a tighter set um, than what I saw the second time. So you just kind of packed it in yeah, with songs that you know, really, that good. Well, that you're really a musician, punched. You get it. You know, that, yeah. So that's what we were trying to do. You know, it's like, okay, this is this type of thing. We got to really step on the gas. Did anybody at the organization tell you, hey, man, yeah, you guys can play, but you got to like try to no, kick a little no, ass? Or... No, no. And that that's really cool. I mean, the people, my entertainment group ran that festival. They they do also do the breakaway, the EDM one. In oh, town. Yeah. Yeah. They just do they just do a fabulous job. You know. Well I'll I'll have to check because I've heard of that one, but I haven't been. But if it's the same group that puts that on, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, and like people complain like, Oh man, you know, drinks are so much. Well, they're double they're double beers, so it's like two beers. I mean, I know it gets warmer and that sucks, but And you're gonna pay that much. Yeah. Like, I like going to shows at twenty Monroe Live, but you're yeah. gonna pay five dollars for a can of water. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that's the that's, nature of yeah. that's the nature of live music. That's Welcome how they're to able to going. have those events. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the deal. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, you know, just have one less beer. Big deal. Come on. Yeah, pregame a little. Yeah. Come on. Get drunk early, people. Uber. Pre-game. Smoke and then take an edible right when you get there. Right when you get there. But don't take too much if you haven't taken edibles before, you ding dong. Okay, let's talk yeah. about that. Because yeah, this is important. There was, I, I found out early that a good edible in the form of like a cookie or a chocolate bar or something that had animal fat in it will hit me just fine. But if it's in a gummy, it runs, I can take like a thousand milligrams and barely feel anything if it's in a gummy. That's bizarre, right? But I've heard that people say that like it's just all the way that your liver processes the cannabinoids. So if it, some some people just need like that animal fat to actually process it. But I had a friend that used to make it in cookies. He was actually I I won't drop his name. I'll get permission to drop it. Um I'll just beep it out if I can't say it. My friend Justin Smith um was part of the team at Michigan State University that designed the ice cream sandwich because they used to get it from a private company, but the private company was apparently asking too much money for the contract and they're like we have a culinary school let's put our students to work trying to reverse engineer that product and we'll just make our own and sell that instead and he was part of the team that did that and that guy was making me weed cookies oh there you go that's a guy he knows how to use a measuring cup i split a weed cookie with a friend (laughs) and we went to a restaurant and we were we got to the parking lot and it started to set in and then i was like hey uh man i don't I don't think I want to go in there. Oh no! And he's like, no. he's like, yeah, I don't either. He's like, I don't think I want to drive either. He's like, let's just go for a walk. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Time for a walk. So we're just walking around. Like, I hope we don't forget where the car is. It's like, well, let's just walk straight for walk like twenty straight. minutes, and then we'll yes. walk back. Yep. All right, and then I think we still got lost. Yeah. It was inevitable. That was probably one of the 
One of the most out-of-my-mind experiences I've had was the first time I took an edible in the form of a giant cookie. And um, then also, I went to Hawaii when I was... I flunked out of college, barely got through high school, flunked out of college quickly, and then I was like, all right, well, I'll work for a while. Worked for a little while, saved up money, went to Hawaii, joined the Navy. Um, Yeah. So, But while I was in Hawaii, that first day, I was like, oh, man, I wonder if I can find weed. I just start walking around, and then the people are walking past tourists going, you know, get like halfway past you, like, you want to buy some weed? And be like, yeah. And then they'll like turn around, get next to you. He would be like, all right, go give that guy 50 bucks. And he would point to a dude at the corner who was like playing with the yo-yo or something. And you're like, okay. And then you walk up to that dude and you're like, hey, man. And he would just look and be like, hey, what's up? And then, you know, you'd put the money in his hand with the handshake and he would give you a hug and then whisper in your ear, see that guy with the firecrackers? He's gotcha. And I'm like, okay. And then he pat me on the back. I walk over to this guy who's standing on the corner throwing firecrackers every you know, minute or so into the street. And I just walk up to that guy and I'm like, Hey man, he's like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And he goes to give me the the hug and the handshake and just sticks a little dime sack in my hand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that I smoked that weed in a bowl that I bought at a little head shop on the beach. And I've never been that high in my entire wow. life in my entire life. What I, a good experience. Well, it was, and it wasn't because I was staying at this hostel. They have a hostel in, um, in Honolulu. You can stay at right near the beach okay. for like, 40 bucks a night. Well, yeah. that's what it was years ago. I don't know what it is now. And uh, I barely knew where the place was anyway, except what the address was. And it was a very nondescript building. It didn't even have a sign. Yeah. So I went to the end of the street, got to the end of the street and went, oh, I forgot to look for the hostel. Uh-oh. Turn around, get to the end of the street and go, oh, I forgot to look for the hostel. We'll turn around, get to the end of the street, go, oh, I forgot to look for the hostel. Like three, four times, just walked in the end of the street. And then finally, I just stopped, looked at every building. Nope, that's not it. Oh, Nope, man. that's not it. Nope, that's not got it. Got your steps in, though, you know? <laughs> I got my steps in for the week that night. Yeah. And then by the time I got to the music festival that I was there for, I was exhausted. Aww. It was still great, though. Well, there you have it. What's the farthest you've gone to see music? Colorado. Yeah. Red Rocks. Jack White. Blunderbuss Tour. You said Jack White? Yeah. At Red Rocks. Yeah. That must have been. That's the the summer he was touring with the gal band and the fellow band. And um, I got to see the uh, couple songs at like an oil shop somewhere in Denver with the guys during the day and at night it was the all girl band and it was the perfect night. And, um, this is like, some people are going to say this is a dick move, but I'll also say that this is a general admission show. Uh, but you just kind of pull the, you know, it's like a double wide, um, like standing room only, you know, venue so like two two rows of people can sit on each step stand on each step yeah right and so you just like kind of walk in like oh i'm looking for my friends looking for my friends then you find a spot and just kind of park yeah so me because there was like five guys that i was with and we're like there's no way we're watching this concert together so it's every man for himself (laughs) and i got stuck between some babes and a dude with unlimited joints (laughs) and my friends Ended up going like second row. <laughs> like my friends got stuck by the meanest people in the world that were like willing to 
like not enjoy any part of the show just to let them just to let my friends know how much they sucked for doing what they did because they waited all day like hey i get it you're hardcore you waited all day for this spot at this place but here i am you know <laughs> yeah that's such a crapshoot too when it's a, a place like that because i remember seeing um i lived in jacksonville for a little while jacksonville florida and i went to a music festival that was just a one day all day festival and it was like a million degrees outside a lot of the bands just like were like it is so hot outside in between all the songs like just to letting you know like sorry we usually jump around and do more but we're just it's, it's too hot we're sweating buckets up here yeah. all right here's the next one <laughs> and uh, the deftones were the headliner and the the singer actually sat down for one of the songs and just sang sitting down on the steps cuz he was just like fucking i can't do this but we got all the way up to the very front and like stood there for every band from like you know the first band up to the last one and then right when the deftones start playing this big ass dude and his girlfriend walk up. He shoves himself between us and the bar that we were leaning on. Ooh. Pulls his girlfriend in front of him, puts his foot up against the cage, and then pushes as hard as he can and just shoves all of us as far back as we all can go. And like the first three rows were all just like, what the fuck? And then this dude was like huge, just turns around and was like, who wants it? And everyone's just like, no one. <laughs> and that happens. That happens it shows something. Yeah. Yep. So I yeah, I mean I feel like there's a, you know, more legitimate complaint with that one than <laughs> yeah. mine, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we should take us case by case, but yeah, I mean I I'm not going to I'll can I'll concede it's, you know, kind of a dick move, but you know. But, you know, general that's, admission. General admission, it's it, it's great and it's terrible. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh what what else do you guys have going on uh coming up soon? This episode won't drop for two weeks from this Monday. Okay. So anything be- between now and then. But uh, yeah, like, do you guys have stuff going on uh, between now and the end of the year? My, uh, the next big show, my Aladdin's getting married and honeymooning. Oh, so. Mazel tov, Aladdin. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, we'll Don't be- do it. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm happily married. Um. <laughs> And that uh, we're we're doing a Halloween show the thirtieth at uh, the Rathskeller again in Indianapolis. Yeah, and it's gonna be crazy. So I can't wait. And we gotta. I'm not sure what we're gonna be. Got to dress up real sweet, but we're gonna be pulling out all the stops for that one. You know, I've never done. You know, it's crazy. I've done like a bunch of Christmas shows. I've done day before Thanksgiving shows. You know, I've done some shows. You know, but I haven't really done a a really good. And uh, maybe I have uh halloween show at least one you know at memorable so this is this will be a, this will be a great time it's my son there what do you got to say about it buddy <laughs> <laughs> oh i would be remiss if i didn't talk about lyric writing oh there you go yeah. do you approach that as a uh well you know kurt cobain had i think famously said that he writes lyrics completely out of necessity and usually does it right before they record something and he just throws it together and just tries to make it something that sounds pretty, but doesn't necessarily even have any meaning. Yeah. Um, you know, I've done, I do both, you know, and I've even recently tried to do more like storytelling. You know, I like that. I, I like the idea of that song, like that kind of country and Western yeah. style. Or, oh God, I heard this song the other day when I was over at uh, Mike Logan's house. Um, the uh, Brandy, you're a fire. Yeah. What a good wife you would be. Such a fine girl. Such a fine girl. 
but my love, oh, my life yeah. and my lady of the sea. Like, that's kind of a corny song. Like, it sounds very much the time that it's from, but like, it's just such a good little story. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. My, my son. Sorry for people that love that. I love that song. I don't mean to say it's yeah. corny, but you it know what really I mean. It really is. It's just got that like best of the 70s kind of vibe up to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rico's not even. He just turned six months today, and and he uh, he hates Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> like things can change, but he does not care for Neil Diamond. What about things that are Neil Diamond adjacent, like some of those monkey songs? I don't know. I haven't really played much of the monkeys. See if you can trick him and play. Yeah. Um, oh um, wow! Yeah, play Daydream Believer for him and see if he can tell. I like that song. Yeah. Well, I mean. When you hear that song now, knowing that Neil Diamond wrote it, you can totally hear him singing it, can't you? Oh, yeah, totally. I, I can I can use my mind's voice. I can hear my whole world through Neil Diamond's voice. Like, I, yeah. yeah. like And I have since I was like six years old. I feel like Neil's been guiding me, even though he's still alive, to my knowledge. He's alive, right? Yeah, I think alive. he is, but he's got, uh, he's got something. He's got something. I don't know if it's like dementia. he's got something for everyone. I can tell you that, you know. Well, you know, he's. Oh, no, that's too bad. That's a terrible disease. OK, yeah. he. Yeah, it's Cherry Cherry. Love that song. Now, he did not that long ago. As far as I know, it might be the last thing he recorded. But um, she's got the way to move me, Cherry. She's got the way to groove me. She's got the way to move it, cherry baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to sing Daydream Believer, but sing it like Neil Diamond. <laughs> For a daydream, daydream believer, believer a homecoming queen. <laughs> like, I'm not buying this particular yeah. brand of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Feed me and stop with the Neil. What was the movie that all the guys were Neil Diamond impersonators? Saving Silverman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the first I heard Cherry Cherry. And it's like, and obviously I love Jack Black. And it's like, well. Oh, that, my favorite part of that entire movie is Jack Black and uh, Arlie Ermey at the end. He's like, Coach, I'm gay. Me too. <laughs> oh, gosh. What it's like, I don't know. Maybe the fact. You know, my preference for track lighting, uh, something about Batman. I don't know. Yeah, it's so good. Or the yeah. yeah. That's another one that I gotta watch soon. Oh, Judith, Judith. Dude. Yeah, love Judith. Was, was that her that was in? No, that was. There was a movie called Whipped, about a about a girl who was dating three guys that were all friends. Did you ever see that? And she, not. she basically like it's like the reverse idea of like if a girl was a player and played a whole group of guys. Oh, yeah. But I think that it was the same girl that was in that. It was a really good movie. Yeah. Often oh, underrated. Yeah. Oh wait, Amanda Pete was no, that wasn't Amanda Pete though, was it? In the other one. I don't know. I don't know what she's up to. Oh no. If anybody's seen Amanda Pete lately, let me know. Yeah. Um Probably. I think everybody listens to the show. <laughs> I will say this. Whatever friend bought you um this particular whiskey, yep. that that's a good friend right there. Yeah, Steve. Steve's a great guy. 
Steve, if you're listening to this, I'm going to make sure he does. Steve yeah. and Katie. Steve and Katie. You're going to listen to this whole thing just for this part. Steve, Katie, please uh, take this seriously. We should all hang out sometime. My wife, she's not the most social person, but she'll stand by me and I'll talk to you guys. Could have left that out. How, come on, what kind of sell job is that? Okay, okay, we'll edit and that out. And you never know. What if we? What if we'll edit that out. Stephen, Katie, your wife. No, yeah, she's she's a delightful person. I just I like to I like to I like to undersell. So then you'll be wowed when you meet her. Wow, there you go. Yeah, she's great. She rocked my world. Um, tell me how you met your wife. She happened to work with uh, my bass player Kevin. And uh, at Parent, but the crazy Fine creator thing of beers. is, I only knew she existed because of an app called Tinder. So I definitely swiped right, but there was no connection or you know communication on Tinder. I just I was just aware of her existence, and that you could you, see you her. swiped on her, but she did not. Then contact she you through the app. She didn't see, you know. But she that's didn't, not where yeah. you guys ultimately. Yeah, no. Okay. I was just made aware that she was a human. Okay. Please continue. I'm yeah, right. And so um, and it's like you could see the mutual friends. And I was like, oh, Kevin's a mutual friend. Like, who's this chick, man? It's like, that's Melissa. <laughs> like, what's up with her? I don't know. She was 19 at the time. I was like 28, 29, 28. I just uh just slowly, you know, just scored a date. Uh I see, you know, we got social media accounts from each other and I uh saw she, she posted something about some cameras. I was like, we need some pictures. We didn't need pictures. <laughs> we had plenty of pictures. You sly guy. Yep. And then she left her scarf at our yep. Yep. And then it's a nice game of cat and mouse. Yeah, oh yeah. And then we had a bowl of chili and uh <laughs> Now we've been married a few years. Have a wonderful little baby boy. Well, it was a uh, so thanks Tinder. I got this. Put him on a radar. Yeah. You know, what's funny is somebody said, "Hey, I saw your wife's picture on Tinder to me." Yeah, and I said, "Excuse me." Yeah, I get they, that all the time. Yeah, what is with that? Get off this, Tinder. You're our wives. Well, this isn't even her on oh, Tinder. No. This was somebody took a picture of themselves on a public transportation and in the background right behind him was my wife and her friend it was actually on the manitou island transit if anybody has ever been camping on manitou island uh south or north manitou island um, How about that? have you ever been out there before i have not oh dude well you know what i don't even know if i would take people there now oh yeah because there's places you can go where it's cheaper but it is cool because you can ride the uh the ferry out to this you know either north or south manitou island and on the ferry, they'll make you um, Bloody Marys or a couple of mixed drinks, or you can have beer or get, you know, little snacks and stuff. So you're sitting on the boat and just kind of looking at the view, having a, you know, a, a morning, late morning, early afternoon, Ooh. Bloody Mary. Oh, I love Bloody Mary. About to get dropped off on an island where there's no roads. No. Who needs roads? Don't need it. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. There's no sounds of the highway. There's no billboards. There's no sidewalks. It's just an island with some old ruins on it, and you can just go camp wherever you want. It's pretty cool. Damn. But you got to pay for the parking. You got to pay for the ferry. You got to pay for the thing. So it ends up being a little more expensive, but uh, it's an experience. I mean, yeah. 
if you're if you really want to have an island experience, you yeah. you got to bring your wallet to some degree, unless you got some, some boat. Yeah. 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 So, it's yeah. not outrageous. It still probably costs less than like a weekend in Chicago with oh, you know yeah. meals and hotel there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to Beaver Island a good little bit. There's a music festival there. God, I gotta get up there yet this year. I applied for a job there once. Yeah, when I was yeah just got into teaching, I was like Beaver Island. I applied for it. My wife's like, I'm not moving there, and they never responded to me anyway, so it didn't matter. It's <laughs> it's it's so dope. I love it there. I can't wait to go back. I need to go back. Yeah, this year. I we missed uh what were we doing? Was this something that you played at or you oh, just went upheaval. to go see? It was cause upheaval. Yeah. Which you know, I wouldn't take that back for anything, obviously. It's a sick festival. Yeah. Um, but it just you know, it's like you spend all this time. I was running into this, you know, this this is just how life goes. After, you know, a year of not really playing much, yeah, we're starting to get some offers and we had some you know, really cool offers that all that fell on the the same dates as other cool offers. It's like, mm. oh, so we had, we were able to play like half of the cool shows after, you know, and it's not like we had a full calendar either this summer. I mean, we played a lot. We played, a, we've played a lot more. I'm very grateful to say that we've played way more than most bands yeah. since 2020 or even 2019 because we were playing a shitload of shows then too you know so it's like yeah and there's a lot of bands that are clamoring for those spots in those festivals and stuff. yeah a lot you know it's already vicious it just got like a bunch of hyenas with like other oh, jungle cats and stuff love it love jungle cats big cats I, I I love the idea of them. I don't ever want to see one face to face with no. Bars between yeah, us. well, you're not gonna really see them, you know. You can tell <laughs> <laughs> they got away, you know. Yeah. Well, mountain lions in Michigan. Like, I guess it's like, oh yeah, mountain lions. Yeah, tight man. Whatever. I get it. But then I was um, uh, Tequamanon Falls is out there with the wife. Uh, oh man, that's another place that I gotta hit, and I know it. You know, I don't. I'm not gonna. This is not talking shit. I mean, still maybe go there, but it is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tourist spot. Like, man, Michigan is becoming like one gigantic tourist spot. And if you find a place that really truly isn't touristy, it's almost kind of like you know you walk into the local dive bar and the record scratches and everybody's like, yeah, are you lost? Oh man, I love small town Michigan. (laughs) Oh my god, because I can I can blend in. I know how to blend in. Like I don't hunt, but I can look like a hunter, (laughs) fisherman, and all that shit. I was gonna say you don't go into rural communities and they're like, "What are you doing here, long hair?" Oh no, no hell no. Because you know you just drive a pickup truck and you know I just know how to talk. I don't know, man. I've been around like so many different styles of people for so long. Yeah, you know it's just like I I I love how different people are and how they're different things they say and do like i love people i i love you know and like yeah yeah totally like the personalities and like all kinds of wild like i'm just i was hanging out with some guys from um alabama Uh, you know and again just like speaking to songs you pick and stuff for shows and stuff well this is karaoke and uh you know what did i play or what did i sing well you're you're damn right i sang family tradition by hank williams jr <laughs> and i screamed roll tide during the solo and the place erupted <laughs> and that shit was fun because i love people <laughs> like, dude, 
There's a guy who knows how to play to the room. Oh, right there. you yeah. got to, man. Everybody, you know, people are cool, man. They really are. And anybody out there, I think part of the reason I do the podcast, too, is to, like, try to cut people off from becoming lame. Because I think a lot of people that are really lame about people that create anything are people that have a, you know, desire to be someone who creates and for whatever reason they didn't or somebody squashed their dream or whatever it was. And now they just want to hate everybody's shit because it didn't work out, you know? Yeah, boo-hoo. Life's so hard. (laughs) Jeez. Well, that's something that I've talked to people about a little bit on this show before, too, is like, I think everybody has it in them to like build up their creative muscle. Oh, yeah. But I've talked to other people that say, nope, nope. I've talked to too many people that just are like, you know, the 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 square peg in the square hole, the round peg in the round hole, and that's the only way I can see the world. And they just think that some people have it, some people don't. Yep. But I don't know. I like to think that everybody's got it a little everybody's bit. Everybody's got something, you know, but I feel like a lot of people are taught early on that like that that's a you know fruitless endeavor. Yeah. Like not even I'm sure just, you've been told you can't be a musician. No, not really. Not for my family. My family's like hell yeah. Do well, it. that's a cool family, but you, yeah, just as a creative person, you've heard oh, people yeah. that are like, oh, oh, a lot oh of you gotta, gotta. People think that it's well, you know, you're yeah. married. You got, you can't do stuff like that. You gotta. I don't know. I've had people just, you know, I've learned to not worry about what people think about me. Yeah, I, I, my first time of realizing that I, I didn't uh, need to worry about what people thought of me was when like pogs were cool and no, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, because I did like the yo-yo fad. You know, but like I was like, dude, I don't. You just slam this shit, and you, I don't know. These things are dumb. You know, I'd rather go like play something fun than play whatever the slammers. Like, congratulations like, on not getting sucked into pugs. I yeah, into and I had a lot of friends that were like into it. You know, and ex- yeah, exactly. Well, no, I didn't sweat. get like super into it. I was just like, I guess I'm gonna beanie do babies it too. Did you do beanie babies too? Didn't get into the beanie babies. Yeah, I had friends that did that too. Like, but like kids at our school would. My band used to play in like the sixth and seventh grade dances and stuff. And after the band was done playing, people would go out into the hallway and just play pogs. Well, now is when I want to start dancing with the girls. But all the boys and even the girls were like out there playing pogs on the step. Why are we at the school dance playing fucking pogs? I'm trying to rub up on you a little bit. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. God, that was the best day. We had this dance, the the sports banquet. The first time you ever touch a girl's hips oh and you're like, my god she's soft in the nice nicest oh, kind of way Woo. yeah that was like <laughs> i got i remember the first because it was yeah there was like these school dances it was like fifth fifth or eighth grade and i um you know i remember going to it in fifth grade and it was like this is the best night of my life yeah. this needs i can't i cannot the wait walking around like a movie you two stay arms like yeah apart. yeah room for jesus you gotta have it. <laughs> gotta well, have I it. My headphones. Yeah. Correction, I did lose my headphones. Correction. But I caught him like a pimp. Caught him. Yes. Pimps have great hands. <laughs> Pimps are known <laughs> for their handiwork. Uh. <laughs> Dude, you put that kid out like a light, man. Yes. Yes. That's great because I've had kids, uh, you know, four now. 
No and, way. Awesome. Yeah. And they've all kind of ranged from being like really like crying all the time to being just like super easy going, just like give him a bottle and then I'm chill, you know. Yep. But this uh looks like right off the bat you guys got a pretty chill one. Yeah, you know, hopefully we can keep this momentum with any <laughs> subsequent children we're fortunate enough to have. But um yeah, he's I can't like I cannot wait to just teach him stuff. Music and like yeah. sports and like the woods and like other ill shit. <laughs> we're gonna be doing some ill shit. It's fun being a dad. Yeah. I'm towing that line now with my kids with music as far as like I'll show them some stuff, but I don't want to be too much like, hey, guys, come on. Let's all like, yeah. you know, I want to I want them to kind of find it like I found it, too, yeah. and just encourage them as they're doing it. I'm with that because yeah. I uh, have an 11 or 12 year old niece um, on Melissa's side. And she's really into music. She showed me um, this song from this band called Nirvana. Off of Bleach. I can't remember which, which song. Oh, she was uh, listening to Bleach? Yeah. Badass. Right? She's cool. Very cool. All of them. All those girls are incredible. But she's really, you know, so I gave her a guitar, you know, and, a, and some, you know, all the stuff to play some music. And she already, within like a couple weeks, sent me, sent me a Snapchat, you know, just going up and down the low E on the fretboard, like already pinching notes. I was just like, oh. But I, and she's told me before because I get, really excited yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah like this is so cool this is something you want to know i know i know a lot about this stuff and i'm like telling her i was like dude i'm gonna you know i'll be able to help you just not you know book bad shows not make all the mistakes like <laughs> i will do so yeah. much for you you know on the back end yeah of all this stuff and it's just like and she one time like so i'm trying to do power chords like you know if you just get this finger formation you can go up and down you know the neck here and here and you're gonna you can play like all these songs you want to play you like you like nirvana you can play like all these songs she's like dude i'm 11 (laughs) 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 oh it's like you're right you're right i'll be here when you're ready yep backing off backing off backing off but it's awesome because it's like and like you know yeah, like voices change, you know, and like her voice got a little deeper, and it's like, dude, your voice is still awesome. Yeah. Just sing, like getting all self conscious, like, man, you can't get, you can't be self self conscious. I mean, I guess I'm sure plenty of people are that play live and stuff, but but I mean, there's lots of women with deep voices that yeah. can rock it, like, yeah, and she's not even that deep. It's just like it's different from what she's used to. It's like, no, chick, like, like Evan this Essence is has a fairly voice. deep yeah. voice. Cher has a super deep voice. Um, oh, there's one other, uh, Fiona Stone does Fiona, Fiona Apple, but even though Fiona Apple, my wife is a huge Fiona Apple fan. And I was just like, I know the songs that used to be on MTV back in the day, but just listening to a lot more Fiona Apple with my wife who has seen her in concert, um, that woman's vocal cords like are almost not human. She can go from down here to like singing like a Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, she and just like the dynamics she's able to cover too. She, yeah, she really knows how to shape her voice. Yeah. Shape it. Yeah. What kind of sounds you want to get? You know, that's what I learned a lot of about how to shape my voice from Paul McCartney. You know, because he'd always have that like when you told me. You know, he'd get like yeah, yeah. You know? Paul McCartney has like 
seven, eight different voices yeah. that he can do. Yeah. It's great. It's like, wow, what does that mean? Does that mean like he can do you, that old blues yeah, man? Back yeah, 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 like, like yeah. how do you have you know? Do then does anybody have like a, a singular voice? Do you have a baseline voice? Yeah, and Helter Skelter, like it's nuts, and Oh Darling too. He busts that out a lot too. They're like, Honey Pie, you are making me crazy. You know, like. Wow, it's very new. <laughs> we actually stole, you know, I don't know if they were the first to do it. They probably weren't. You know, it doesn't matter if they were or weren't. Um, but he, it's uh, all cyclical. It's all we all borrow and take little pieces and yeah. make our own toolbox. Oh, exactly. Nothing's original. But, you know, they just sped up the tape on that song, you know, to make. That's why his voice sounds different than, you know, a lot of other songs, too. It's yeah. Well, they did a lot of innovative uh, engineering yeah. stuff back in the yeah. day. Like the um, one of my favorite songs of theirs still to this day is "In My Life." Oh, beautiful song! And there's that. Oh yeah, and that's actually that's just a up. piano George sped Martin. up. Yeah. George Martin playing the piano yeah. sped up at like yeah, one you know uh, not one eighth but you know whatever the yeah twice quarter times as fast whatever yeah to make it sound harpsichord ish. Man. Yeah, way to go, George. You did a lot of great things production wise. Yeah. It's like those those things don't not, those things matter. Nobody was time. psyched about the Beatles. Nobody was psyched about those guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they team up with the right guy who goes, Hold on, let's kinda like carve out a sound for you guys. Yeah. You're good at like sounding like these guys. Let's your... make you a sound. Yeah. It's nuts. Boy, did they have one. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think that like the Beatles were like, Will you give us a record deal? Will you give us a record deal? Will you give us a record deal? Will you give us a... We'll audition for you. Still no? God. That man. (laughs) And people just expect... You know, I was was foolish enough to think. I was like, yeah, I get out of college. I was like, yeah, dude, I should be, like, world famous in, like, two years. I mean, it's a a good mindset to have. Every now and then it happens. Like, you'll get a guy, like, Post Malone became famous pretty, I think, quickly, you know, relative to, you know, some people that take, you know, 15 years yeah. of doing it before people really start to notice them. Yep. That's a thing. It's definitely a thing. 15 year overnight success. And he wasn't even on a Disney show. <laughs> that helps too. You, you should know, have been on a Disney show. I, you know, I turned down multiple offers from Walt himself or you Walt gonna, Jr. You were going to be Harold Montana. I was, uh, no, yeah. Yep. I was Harry and I, and I got beat out by Justin Timberlake Back in the day, too, even though I was two. They went for the older guy with the better moves. You know, in hindsight, right move, but, you know, I think I held my own. Okay, this is a question I should have asked you way sooner. Did you start singing in a band because you wanted to be a singer in a band or because you were the first guy that was like, fine, I'll try it? Uh, because there's a lot of guys that don't want that mic. Yeah, no, I I definitely wanted to sing. My my life changed. There was like this Beatles thing on TV, and they played the oh the anthology or a different thing. I I don't even remember to say, but the I am the Walrus uh, video was in this television program. Yeah, and I was like floored, just like I need this, I need this now. 
And then I uh, I asked for it. My dad was like, he thought about it. It's like, oh, yeah. And it was like, they waited till Christmas. And it's like, that's all I, all I, I listened to it nonstop. Yeah. You know, I just loved it. I and the Walrus, like, I mean, the whole album is, you know, incredible, like all the Beatles records are, but that song was just like, so that album particularly weird. was strange. Strange. Yeah, goofy record. Yeah, you know? the Blue yeah. Jay Way, Fool on the Hill. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh God, what's the Strawberry Hill was on that one too? Yeah, right? Strawberry Fields forever. And uh, like, baby, you're a rich man yeah. too. You know what though? I thought that the beginning of that album was fucking badass. What was the? Oh, what's the song? Mystery on Tour. Yeah. Roll up, roll up for the mystery tour. Yeah, there's. I believe with that yeah that big no, gnarly was voice it, was it there was uh there was boobs in um I thought I was thinking maybe it was magical mystery tour but in uh Paul's solo record uh Red Rose Speedway if you my dad had a copy of it uh on the artwork like the cover artwork no like there was like a full color like 24 page book in the yeah, there were some dads. It was sweet. So if anybody finds that record in a star and just has a hankering to see some boobs, you can I think Jimi Hendrix has a record where he's got some boobs in it too, where it's him standing in a field like thumbs up next to two girls, both yeah. topless. Oh, there's a bunch of people have done it. Like yeah. it's it, yeah, it should be, you know, normalize that, you know. Tori Amos has a album cover where she's breastfeeding a pig. Yeah, there you go. You wanna do that? Go for it. You know, if the pig consents. If the pig consents. Yeah. How old is that pig? Yeah. Well, that's about it. What are pig years? Do we know that? Have we have we equated that yet? Yeah. Really? Somebody, Jamie, get on that. How are you? Yeah, right. How how old are you in pig years? Pig years. Pig pig years. I like pig years. I don't. I don't know why I said that. I have no feeling one way or the other. I like bacon a lot. See, that's. I think that's why I could never have pigs because. I would just be too reminded that like how much I love bacon. Yeah. And then I would become attached to the pigs, but then I would want to eat them. Stop biting them. Yeah. Just licking the pigs. Stop licking the pigs, Chris. Come on. Not cool, man. Don't do it. They don't like that any more than they like being chopped up. Yeah. Plus you you get known as the pig licker. (laughs) Pig licker? (laughs) Why do they call you that? Funny story. Oh well. Come on over, I'll show you. I'm gonna start calling people that. Hey, pig liquor. Pick that up, you pig liquor. Yeah, that'll be uh, our band that we start. We'll, we'll pig liquor. Oh. Yeah. oh man, can't wait to, can't wait to see the, the angry messages for that. Can't wait to see that. <laughs> oh yeah, the. I'm pig just trying liquors. to think how many different offensive covers. A cooked oh. pig, a pig uh, in bed with me, perhaps looking like I don't have any clothes. Uh... Actually, no, that's about all I got. Have you ever seen that episode of uh, Broken Mirror? Oh, yeah. yeah it uh, took anyway. me a second to, <laughs> to think about it, but yes. Yes. That that movie, or movie, that You show, really gave it to that pig. That, wow, that was disturbing. And then just like all of those, just how plausible a lot of those episodes were scared me. I actually haven't watched one you, since I did the... Um, I did the one where you like choose your adventure through it one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I and oh, I was that. like, God damn. 
That was crazy. It was insane. Eyebrow guy was in there. Yeah. I like that, man. I, re- I used to dig on books like that. Those are the only books that I hated reading. I, lo- I love to read. Those no. choose your adventure books. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Jumping around pages. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. You know, and then I would like cheat sometimes and like start reading the one page and then read the other one, see which one I seemed was cooler. I mean, it's yeah. your book. It's, it's like, I'll just see what happens when they get in the cave and then I'll yeah. see what happens when they stay on the beach. I'm always picking the cave first, though. You get attacked by giant mutant ants. Never mind. Let's yeah, go in the no, cave. No, back to the cave. Back to the cave. <laughs> now I'm thinking about you yelling at everybody to get in the van because when you were talking get about that, I was like, van! that could be like a whole SNL bit. Just like, get in the van. Yep. What do you mean you forgot? Get in. I've got picks. Get in the van. I don't know that there. I would say there's, I, I would say every single individual item it takes for a show i have forgotten at least one at least twice yeah yeah for sure left guitars in different cities i i did a i interviewed the fucking poet laureate for the city of grand rapids and met her somewhere and showed up without a a cord for a mic and she was like i live close by i've got one i'll go get one it's like thank you <laughs> so nice you know what maybe you're onto something with like the music angle and, and interviewing musicians because you know there's a good chance if you forget something yeah it'll be there like yeah you're we're using one of your uh, mic stands right now yeah i had one but not not a nice stand-up one where we could have a little more freedom with it yeah. so yep. Those are things. you want to talk about other stuff that i fucking am deficient in joe yeah sure <laughs> oh yeah sure i answered <laughs> yeah yeah well i wasn't gonna bring it up but you know since we're airing the grievances. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and pause that. I'm going to Absolutely. So yeah, man, I don't even remember where we left off, but uh, we'll just jump back into. Uh, yes. We're not trying to pull a fast one on anyone. We'll just jump back into. Jump right back. Who are some guitar players that you were just like? I have to learn how to play some of their things, and then you know, I'm sure inextricably you were able to take something and mold it into your own style. Yeah, I I'd say more like good like songwriters, and I would say back. And Jack White would be like my main two, like my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, or my. I feel like guys. people who know know, but uh, yeah, well Beck too. But I was gonna say especially Jack White. He's a guy who is just all musical genius, and I don't know that he gets the full credit that he deserves on that because yeah. the White Stripes were kind of like a very simple kind of band. But he's. Sick, though. But yeah, even Sick. yeah, even people are like, well, she's not even a good drummer. It's like. 
Yeah, and they're yeah, world. Doesn't matter. They're world famous, man. They know how to put it together. Yes, doesn't yeah. matter. I don't care. And like that's just like I don't know if anybody you know watches the NFL, but like Lamar Jackson, you know, he's like an unconventional quarterback. Yeah. You know, he just he you know he run, he's very athletic, and he I mean he still passes, but like it's like it doesn't matter the person's attributes. It's are they getting the job done? Yeah. You know, is your contribution worthy? Is it sweet? You have some sweet licks. I don't care. I don't care if somebody plays with their toes. You know, it's like, I don't give a shit if it sounds sweet. That's like, that's the thing. You want the best stuff. You know, I already said that. Back Jack White, you know, um, Paul McCartney, you know, really strongly Paul McCartney, John Lennon, David Bowie, you know, Elton John. Those are the ones that really got me going early. Yeah. I mean, obviously okay. there's a million more. I've actually been on a little bit of a Paul McCartney kick lately just because I, I don't know how long it's been out, but I just, you know, in the last couple of weeks, got into the um, Foo Fighters cover of Band on the Run. Oh, yeah? Have you heard that? No, I haven't. It's outstanding. I love that song. Because they don't totally redo it. They do it the way that Paul McCartney did it, just, you know, with the way that their guitars sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that sounds And the way about that Dave right. Grohl can, like, you know, when he's really getting into it, yeah. They, uh... I, I was taking this. It makes you appreciate how good the music is that somebody can oh, just put so a little good. bit different distortion on it, but otherwise play it the same and it still, still kills incredible. 40 years after it was written or however however long we're at now. Good songs. Age like a fine whiskey. <laughs> yeah, they do. Let's hear that cork. I got that cork. Like ACDC. I don't think ACDC will ever come on in a in a bar and people won't be like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just thumps. Yeah. It's just filthy and again simple simply complex when you're writing songs on the guitar music for a song do you ever have two parts where you're like i think this is one song and i think this is another song and then you'll like go oh you know what these are actually this is a chorus this is a verse yep oh yeah that's that uh, that is a strange thing i've even had that before with um you know last guitar player ben you know he did that a couple times and like I don't if I'm indifferent or you know like it at all I'm down for anybody's idea you know unless I have like I don't like this at all I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. much I'll just go I will just go with it you know and and he's even done that you know to me on like no this is your verse this is your chorus like I had it backwards yeah God, I should know what song it is right now yep who knows oh I think steady the no no that's uh Pity Party that um it's on the new record that should be released this year. This year the twenty twenty one. I'm excited to hear new music. Yeah, you'll like it. I'll send it to you on the side after this. You'll yeah, I hopefully you like it. Yeah, I wrote it down and I circled it. I'm gonna make sure you send me that. Yeah, yeah, because it's there's some <laughs> wild stuff on there. I mean the the sounds are like, oh man, and we record all analog, you know, it's like with this just genius Dick Chicklet, he uh, he's got this killer studio called the Goon Lagoon, Goon Lagoon, Goon Lagoon, and he uh, he's got crazy, crazy old good stuff, and he's an absolute magician. And yeah, I love that man. How'd you get hooked up with him? Uh, like you literally have to just like trap him with a net 
<laughs> there's no there's no getting a hold of Tommy. You have to see him in the wild and net him. Uh a bass player that actually never recorded there with us um was able to capture him and make him hold him ransom and make him record us. So yeah. <laughs> Anybody that wants to record, good luck finding him. But um yeah, he's he's a nut. He's an absolute nut. Such is the nature of creative people. A lot yeah. of times it's kinda like Hey man, I can't really plan out that far ahead. What are you doing next Tuesday? Yeah. 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 He's he's one of a kind. He, and like, I don't know. He's just like the studio. You know, people are going to go try to find it. Um, the studio is just like, you know, it's like it, like you're walking into the 60s. And what'd you call it? The Goon? Goon Lagoon. Goon Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's incredible and decorated beautifully. It's just a great atmosphere with an incredible, incredibly talented fella. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we record, and that probably lended itself a little bit to uh, the recording process because I feel like your songs have not in the same way that like a uh, oh our friends from uh, Frankenmuth, what's that band? Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, people try to say you know like oh they're trying to sound specifically like a band from this era, if not a band from that era. You you have a sound that's like kind of reminiscent of something that you don't hear anymore all oh, right on Thank without you. being like uh too like trying to capture a 70s yeah. sound yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah. just there's just something to the uh i don't know something to the i mean to, i guess to me writing. intangible quality of it that just feels like it kind of comes from another time but it fits where it is yeah right on you know because i mean it was like we ri- we you know me or we wrote these songs you know just like trying to write good songs yeah and but i was always we were always into that music from then so obviously it's going to bleed into your own songwriting and then when you 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 add that to uh being in a studio where all this really old stuff is you know it kind of so you get that but i'm glad like yeah because i never want to like the the last thing i'd ever want to do on like an application or when you're like submitting like you know, what style of music for the millionth music band page profile that you sign up for and like classic rock. Like, I don't want classic rock, you know, dude, I don't want to be known as classic rock. <laughs> like I started in 2009. Not classic <laughs> rock. I mean, maybe we are now to some degree, damn it. But yeah. Yeah. Actually I told my, uh, my producer, Jason Terry, who's got a, couple podcasts in Grand Rapids, the Gig Economy Podcast and Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Um, I, I said that I was interviewing you and he was like, oh, that'll be a good one. And I was like, oh, you've heard of the Legal Immigrants? He's like, yeah, they've been around for a little while. Well, then how come I haven't been on the podcast? <laughs> what the hell's going on? That's 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 what I'm here for, man. Yeah, His other podcast, well, I mean, the one is all about gig economy. So do you do rideshare? Uh, I did. I, I did it. You could come on and talk about that on the gig economy, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a bad experience and a good experience. Then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna not do this. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was fine though. I, uh, I delivered sandwiches for that was fun. I don't think food delivery would be as bad as people because you just see those horror stories of people who are like, "No, I'm not gonna put my mask on, and now I'm gonna spit on you." Like, 
okay, this is not worth it for, <laughs> you know, the 10 to $15 an hour that it works out to. No, no, no. That's a hustle, though. Hustles are fun, you know? Like, I, I mean, I like to, you know, buy and sell stuff on Craigslist sometimes. Just, like, cool shit that yeah, I know yeah. about. But it's, like, invariably, it's just, like, amps, speakers, and guitars. You know, or I'll just find something for, like, a good price. Buy that as, like, strictly trade bait for other gear because people are willing to like trade some gear you know so if i know like you know you really just want i'm not trying to give away all the secrets you just really want something that you know is always bought and sold like your your core stuff and your core brands like a strat you know and like you know most tube amps and like stuff like that and then you know you just got to be patient like got that and you just work your way up the gear chain of life yeah well that's a didn't somebody do a documentary where they started with like a, a paper pen, clip, a paper clip yeah. and they worked up to what was it like a Maserati or something? Yeah, that was me. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Maserati does 185. That's a great song. I should give that. I should give that record a deeper listen because it's got two songs on it that I think are just fucking amazing. That song and then Rocky Mountain High, right? Same album. Incredible song, is it? I don't know, but I love both those songs. Yeah. Um, you were talking about Paul McCartney, Ram. That's that's my favorite. I think that's the best Paul McCartney record. Ram. R-A-M. Ram. The best. It's his second. I thought it was his first, but I believe it to be his second. Was Band on the Run first? No. Nope, I think McCartney was. It was McCartney and then Ram. Okay. But Ram. The only reason I would have guessed Band on the Run is just because the, the title song has kind of a Beatles-y, not, a, not necessarily Beatles-y vibe. It's just got a McCartney vibe to it. That's got to be so annoying for Paul McCartney. Oh, this song sounds like a Beatles song. Like, Well, I mean, it was like 50%. What is the first song on Band of the Run? It's not Band of the Run? It's got to be. I don't know for a fact, oh, though. That's a sick riff. Yeah. Dude, <clears throat> I really do hope that you listen to that Foo Fighters version of that song. It's, I will. It's great. I will. I will. I definitely will. Yeah. I love the Foo Fighters. The kid was I love I'd say, let's play it right now. Next time. Next time. Off the record. We can do it off the record. Yeah. Maybe we'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. There you go. For everybody to be like, oh, man, that's so cool. I wish I was there. I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah. We'll just take a picture of the speaker. And, you know, the heads The heads will know what song's playing just by yeah. by looking at it. If it's high res, the heads know, man. Last couple of questions here I think I got for you. Yeah. What musical stuff did you do before you were in a band? Like... Were you that kid who would like put rubber bands on a pot and play bang a ding a ding a ding or like bang on boxes and try to make different oh, yeah. noises? Oh, all all of that. But like it just got to, you know, high school, freshman year, I was like, I need to play guitar. I just started doing that. Like I did all the pots and pans and I had toy guitars and stuff. I didn't realize that. I don't remember it, you know. But you didn't take like a you didn't do choir in school or no, sing in the plays or anything. No. Nope, none of that whatsoever. Just like family 
family hangout. Were you all more or less self-taught? Um, yeah, yeah. In terms of the band, I and in, in self-taught, that's a loose term anyway, because self-taught basically just means like you were taught by a lot of different people who didn't realize they were being your teachers. Yeah, that's a really good. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. You just just playing, you know. It's just I don't know. Just that desire, you know. Just want you know, like that need need to. I needed to know how to play that. I hated not knowing how to play it. And like right when you get how did start, you come to the guitar in the first place? Like there was one in the quite house. literally. Oh really? Yeah. Musician family? No, not at all. Oh no, never mind. I got yelled at. I did it on an interview like eight years ago. I said the truth when I said none of my family is. I mean, I guess what constitutes a musician? I mean, none of them play instruments, to my knowledge. My sister, my little sister used to play piano. I mean, she could probably play a couple things still, but so yeah. I guess, okay, we'll give her a musician. She sings really good, but like she won't do karaoke really. And like, I don't know. She's going to be so pissed because she's going to listen to this. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Get up on stage one time. She sings really well. She's got a great voice. Well, if she's relation, I, I would give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like, she has done kind of a lower register. Really, really good though. Really good singer. That's kind of funny that your yeah, sister, that. Oh. that your sister ha- sings on the lower end. Cause you can get up on the, on the higher end. Like, well, not the super high end, but higher yeah. than I can comfortably go. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm just I th- I'm, like Led Zeppelin, my, my uh, freshman year bus driver. Uh, who I actually know, her uh, her daughter ended up being Patty Prashela. Uh Patty Prashela and the Mishaps. You should look them up. They're a local band. I she's a she's a just a very strong singer. She rips and she plays. She plays really well. She's got laser like focus on improving as a musician, and she's got. She's got hungry eyes. She's uh she's touring with the Accidentals this fall. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a big opportunity. Yeah, so it was her mom. Her mom was my bus driver to high school, and every like Friday <laughs> she would play Zeppelin Four. So Patty's mom introduced me because my dad liked a lot of sweet music, but for some reason he wasn't into Zeppelin. But Patty's mom was not into Zeppelin. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, he likes songs now, but he didn't. And he had one. No, he had in through the outdoor. He had in through the outdoor, but it wasn't like I mean, we were like a Beatles family, and by that time it was the '90s, and like they were, you know, the family was into like radio country. Yeah, music, which I hated, but now I like. I like that. I love that shit. If you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. <laughs> like that's just so corny. Oh, my boot scooting boogie. There's a song my wife loves right now that I totally don't understand. Like what the appeal is to it, but she loves it, and it's the song she likes. Frosties and uh, something, something. I don't know, but. My wife's like, I like Frosties too. It's like, I'm like, nothing about that song is about you except for the part where he's like, she likes Frosties. She's like, I know. Yeah. 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 I'm sure some of the usual suspects were in that song too. And a lot of common themes in country music, but there's a lot to love about, you know, I love old country music. Dude, Clint Black was really good. Um, Randy, uh, Randy Travis was great. And honestly, I really liked, like my dad listened to early Garth Brooks. Oh yeah. Garth Brooks, man. It's like a strange situation, but the wild horses album. Wild horses. Yeah. 
I do. He didn't write a single one of them either. Right? I mean, he maybe didn't. he didn't. No, yeah, most of those were not his. But oh like, man, did he get Elvis status by then, where he was just buying other people's songs? Yeah, you know, he had like the best songwriters in the world, were, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's tight, man. You I mean, know? you got to get to that status, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Garth, you nothing wrong. Yeah, but like, and then like country nowadays. So wait a minute, did yeah. he not write a lot of those big famous hits? I think like none of them. Yeah. Well, that's. I might be wrong. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to think about that because I don't disrespect bands or people that don't write what they play, because you know you have no. to be an incredible musician just to make something sound good. You know what I mean? Regardless yeah. who wrote it. I'm finding that biggest hit he wrote. <laughs> yeah, man. Because people always talk. Man, he's a weirdo, but he can sing. He can write a song. No one talks about. His uh, uh, his alter ego that he was platinum on. Yes. he like sold. God, yeah, Chris uh, Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I, the hell? I never listened to it, but apparently it was some dark shit. Okay, shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna look any further, but it sounds like maybe he has, unless that was just reading swore lies on the internet. But I don't, I, I don't think like a lot of them. Yeah, so this will be fact checked. So, there's rumors out there that Garth Brooks may. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Well, you know what? I, you know, just yeah, keep firing away. I'm just gonna. I'm just want. I need some closure right now. Because <laughs> like so, that, yeah. Well, because and actually, while you're looking that up, I'll just go off on a thing here. There was a band. Well, there was a couple of bands that people had told me um, were, you know, more or less label manufactured bands, and one of them was I think Seven Mary Three. Um, someone someone told me that Seven Mary Three was like a manufactured band who didn't write their songs. They sang the song Cumbersome. That's a cool song. It's a cool song. But I heard that, you know, that was a band that uh did not write their own material. And then uh was it Silverchair? Maybe it wasn't Silverchair. But another 90s band. Oh, gosh. Uh, Garth Brooks' first name, unless this is bullshit, is Troil. Troil? Real, Garth Brooks, parentheses, real name, Troil Garth Brooks, has co-written 30 of his own songs. Co-written. Okay. Yeah. So that means he was in the room while they were written? <laughs> yeah. There's only two songs that he's exclusively credited to Only hey who knows whatever man this i'm this throwing no shade and being a co-writer could mean a lot of things too it could just mean that you said you know maybe you should switch that lyric in that one part you know actually you're not wrong you're not wrong i don't even think he got a co-writing credit but uh george harrison told oh what was his name that died from florida tom petty he told Tom Petty, he's like, you should change a line in that song. So he changed something in the chorus of I won't back down. Might have been you can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Yeah. And it, he originally had something else. And George Harrison was like, why don't you say this instead? And he was like, oh, OK. And so like, you know, that chorus, as you know, it now was like 80 percent tom petty and then just that one line was george harrison but i don't think he was credited as a songwriter 
probably didn't want it either. You know, I'm sure they were in a band together. I'm sure he was cool with that. But wow, it's weird when you think about how many of those guys would like just hang out and like yeah, because Paul McCartney's like, oh yeah, I used to jam with so and so on the weekends. Like, you guys used to jam. Why wouldn't you record that and put it out at something? <laughs> like, oh, you know, just having fun. Just having fun. Every now and then, though, they'll come out and play play fun gigs like that for the whole world. There was a good gig of uh, McCartney came out and played with the surviving members of Nirvana, and he had some weird little, I don't even know what it was. It wasn't a guitar. I think it might have been, oh, thank you, sir. Might have been for MTV, but yeah, he came out that. with that weird little slide on a little, looked like it was like a computer with a neck on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I wish that music was more loose like that, but I'm sure that that's probably part of the business side of things too. People have been like, no, 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 you need permission to do anything. TV, no, yeah. Take the fun out of it. The yeah. suits, you know, do the you, suits. Do you have anything like that with your music where you have to be like, can I do this with something or do I have to check with somebody? Or are you pretty much free with your stuff? Do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yep. do whatever I want sort of guy yeah that sort of thing yeah that's the way to do it because i've heard people say too that like record labels unless you're like a highly profitable band profitable band don't do a lot for you no yeah besides give you the ability to say like we've got a record label yeah there's not i mean because the amount of money i mean a lot of these labels are tiny and have no money yeah, I mean, they can they can make they can make the record and like help you book a tour, but it's not like they're paying for your meals and lodging. Like that's on you. Yeah, they put out your record, sort of thing. So I mean, there's advantages to it if it's you know if it's a label that's got you know some money, or if work. you have no idea what you're doing the first time around, you can be like, all right, you you guys help us and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, which seems like what a lot of bands do is kind of like. They're like, yeah, we had a record company, but we just do it all around. Yeah, it's not too, you know, it's not as hard. You don't need those connections to get stuff pressed. You just need some cash. You need to share 30% of whatever you make with them. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something to be said. You know, it all comes down to promotion. You know, you're promoting releases to get streams, um, you know, promoting the release of a record to get people to shows. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of what it comes down to. But like streaming, you know, you can, you know, get it, get in a TikTok or an Instagram reel or, you know, just some kind of, or a video game or a movie. You know, that's how like a lot of bands are getting found sometimes. You know, it's like spend your marketing dollars on getting streams is probably a better business model than trying to really hit the road extremely hard, especially in the current environment. Like, if you want your band, you know, anybody can be successful if you're, if you, you know, have a song that's good, recorded well, and you are able to promote it. I mean, even if you don't need money, I mean, just like, if you're really good and savvy with that shit and know, you know, what, who to, who to blog or whatever, I don't yeah. understand that stuff. You know, I pay for it. We play shows. Our shows make us money. And we pay the band, you know, a modest you know some and then the rest goes to the house you know and that's you know spent recording and releasing you know and just that's kind of as good as approach as any 
especially right now. I'm like, I don't know. There's some cities, like, I don't have no idea who would do people. We played Detroit, you know, and we got like a decent amount of people, you know, not our best showing, but we had a good crowd. Yeah. You know, but it, you know, I don't know. We haven't been to Chicago in like oh God, approaching, you know, two and a half years now. <laughs> Does anybody know who the hell we are? Will anybody come out? Yeah. You know, are people, are, are our friends, our friends, our fans, you know, like down to even go to shows right now? Like, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Well, that's the nice thing about the last show, two shows I saw where they were both outdoors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that spot. That was a, there really should be more idea. shows there. Yeah. At what? And I could I can never remember the name of that park. Uh, Sullivan Field. No, Sullivan I Field. knew it as Valley Field. That's right. I can only remember the last what it used to be called. Yep, Valley. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. That was cool. Ooh. Hanging out backstage, and then all of a sudden, I look over my shoulder. Somebody's peeing. I'm like, Oh, hey, that's the headliner. What's yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 That's show business, that's, baby. That's that's backstage at an outdoor show. Yeah, it is. Nope. <laughs> that's it. You know, but it's like, you know, these people did a great job. They're not concert promoters, you know, that are setting up all this stuff. Yeah, because it's probably, it's the same group that usually puts on, like, the movies in the park and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. people don't know how to put on a rock show. Like, our manager was actually involved in that. He was actually selling, this is how dedicated this man is, because he manages the, head, manages the headliner, too. Um, and uh, I, and the only reason I don't say the name is because of the P story. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that either, and you, you know, whatever. So, uh, you know, our manager was doing like somebody from somebody from the band, one of the Rainbow Seekers, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, Pete. <laughs> you know, hell of a band, great guys. Um, good show too hell of a show oh they're always good joe's such an absolute sweetheart never been a joe i didn't like <laughs> yeah no he he uh he genuinely from the little bit of interaction that i've had with him uh he's he seems like he's pretty much that guy that's on stage he's just happy to be there you know yep yep really really interesting fellow but yeah like you know, what i was getting at like the piano outside yeah because you like you know we should have musicians like at a, at a thing like this we should have our own you know bathroom like right kind of by where we're hanging out you know yeah. some clean because because sometimes like even <laughs> I've, I've been to festivals where i'm playing and it's like and we're playing early it's like this is the first how did like 10 people come here and take dumps like right in this uh, why is this like this gates were two hours ago you just held it. Oh, like, what is going on? Terrible. Talking about poop on a podcast. Bad. Hey, man, that's that's the the gritty part of rock and roll that people yeah, don't tell you yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they won't talk about the on the Power ninety seven two. Oh yeah. Uh, interviews. Yeah, you ain't gonna hear it there. You're not gonna hear it there. So tell us about the poop smells at the concert, oh, at the festivals. Yeah, they just want to talk about the babes. Yeah, we're getting down to the nitty gritty, you know. It's got to get down to brass tacks. <sighs> Man, we're closing in on two hours of this already. We did it, and that's that's <laughs> that's including breaks that we took. So we've been hanging out for a good minute. <laughs> um, 
and I'm I'm gonna have you back on the show again because I feel like we could. Uh, I would we love could, to. We could talk well, more. There's a lot we didn't cover tonight. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so there's more is, to be said. This is uh, Chronicles of, with Joe, part one. Part one. Part yes. one of many to come. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't want to spill the beans on you know the whole series, but yeah, this is part one, most assuredly, until we drop the prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the next one we'll we'll actually get the guitars out and we'll 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 talk to each other in the in the universal language of music. The universe. <laughs> yeah, we'll come and hang out on a on a Sunday afternoon sometime instead of setting up right after dinner time. Yeah, you know, it's, I I feel like this worked well though. You know, the, the days are nice, getting shorter. It was a nice know. evening. It was a nice yeah. grow date. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you know, had some, you know, some little whiskey and just a little the sun got to hang out and shout out to fresh coast seed co check them out at fresh coast seed co on instagram um i can vouch if you're if you're interested in growing your own cannabis they have some of the best stuff you going. available yeah yep it's they like got trader joe's they, cannabis. they helped us set the mood tonight shout out to fresh coast seed co yeah big shout out thank you very fresh <laughs> fresh and coasty delicious i'm a smell guy i've said that i i'm i've publicly stated that and this is some very pine smelling oh yeah yeah look them up uh fresh coast seed co and uh look up their chimpan cheese strain chimpan cheese chimpan that's cheese. what this was yeah chimpan cheese chimpan cheese as far as uh as far as i've been told by the man who who Same. bred it himself uh we're in the first half dozen dozen people that have ever tried it. So. Oh, love to be a guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> Good news. Thank you, Fresh Coast. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. And um, You're very welcome. Go ahead and do the thing that everybody does on the podcast and uh, tell people where they can find all the stuff that they can find about you and your band. Ooh, um, all your streaming platforms, The Legal Immigrants. The Legal Immigrants. Um, yeah, get into both of those records. Uh, Instagram at Legal Emmys, I M M I S, Legal Emmys. Um, I'll have that in the show notes. Yeah, Twitter. Um, don't really use it, although I tweeted something. Everyone's like, you gotta have a Twitter. People are always like, what's your Twitter Twitter handle? Like, you, I've for I've, what I've submitted no books to publishers, to and they'll say, what's your Twitter handle? They don't ask what my Facebook handle or yeah, maybe. your Just Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Because that's like apparently where we're supposed to be. It doesn't seem like a music platform, but if you're an entertainer and you're not on Twitter, you're basically an yeah, asshole. In- yeah, Instagram. <laughs> so they say. I like I, yeah, no, I like my Instagram. I, I, I use my Twitter because I should. You but should. I like my Instagram. You should. You know, it's the discipline. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of the few people, and you as well, I'm sure, uh, who have to use have to you know quote have to use social media whereas some people <laughs> their wives are like are you on facebook again can you just get off yeah and talk to me? where it's it. like i'm like i'm yeah. sorry i'm actually booking guests right now it's and vicious. making a promotion for this episode that just dropped well, that's a thing it's a thing <laughs> i actually kind of have to do this i'm not enjoying it either you i gotta do it. it you gotta do it yeah here, I'm going to take a picture that I'm going to use for when this post comes out. And people that are listening now will go, hey, I saw this on Instagram. This is the picture that he took right there. Hello. 
There you go. So when you see it on Instagram, you can say you actually heard it while it was you heard it while it was yep. captured. Yeah, do what we're hitting two senses. Boing. All right, man. Well, we're over two hours. Uh, so let's wrap it up and uh, get you in bed. <laughs> no, it's not that late. But yeah, man, thank you for coming on and uh, thank you for sharing your creativity with the world, man. I, uh, I personally enjoy it very much. Thank you very much. Great to be here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here is the song that Joe was talking about that they did in one drunk take. <laughs> Thanks to Joe for being on the show. Thanks to the legal immigrants for rocking Grand Rapids and the surrounding areas. Hopefully they do so for many years to come. Ladies and gentlemen, go out and support these guys. Check them out in the show notes. And uh, get out there and see him for real, man. Really, really, really good show. Thanks again, Joe. And thanks, everybody, for listening. I value you very much. Mwah! <laughs>